I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psych Hacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is emotions are living things. So this is a metaphor I like to use with my clients. It's helpful to conceptualize emotions as living things, like little creatures. They have their habits, they have the things that they like, they have the things that they don't like, and more than anything else, just like any other living creature, they want to continue to exist. They want to survive. They want to keep living. This is important to understand. When an emotion becomes predominant, once you're touched by anger or despondency or fear or stress, your entire psychology is reshuffled. For example, when you're feeling depressed, you become lethargic. You want to isolate from other people. You want to listen to Elliot Smith songs. You remember all the times you've been rejected and your expectations of the future see you dying alone in some musty and forgotten corner of the world. Do you see? Every part of your psychology has been influenced by this emotion. Your behavior, your motivation, your preferences, your memory, your attention, your imagination, your reason. It's all been affected. Now here's the important part. If you were to relent to all of these impulses, if you were to isolate and ruminate and listen to Elliot Smith, then your depression will continue to exist which, as a living creature, is what depression wants. It wants to continue to exist. So, in order to ensure its own survival, it's going to try to do, it's going to try to get you to do what it needs you to do for that to happen. Relenting to the impulses of depression make depression very happy because not only is there no threat to its survival, it's going to thrive under those circumstances. The fact of the matter is that when we become touched by an emotion, all the suggestions that our minds give us serve the emotion that we're feeling. They allow that emotion to continue to exist. And in some cases, these suggestions serve that emotion more than they serve ourselves. So we should be mindful of that. Now, if we don't like that, if we would prefer not to feel the way that we're feeling, then on some level, we have to do the opposite of what our minds are suggesting to us in that moment. And this can feel very strange, and it's going to feel stronger the more powerful the emotion. This is because the emotion is like, hey, what are you doing? Stop that. If you do that, I'm going to die, you know? And so it'll turn up the volume to try to get you back because, you know, it's in survival mode now. I mean, what would we do if we were cornered and our lives were at stake? Pretty much anything we could do to continue to live. And that's what emotions will do if we let them. So we can kind of expect that emotions might intensify when we decide to take opposite action. But opposite action is absolutely essential to begin to counteract the impulses that perpetuate the undesired emotion. What do you think? Remember to like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm. And if you'd like to schedule a consultation, you can reach me at psychhackspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.